Hi there, welcome to Let's Talk Tottenham. Seemingly the intro video is broken, so I have no idea what that's about. Uh, mm. But yeah, not happened before. wonder what the outro will be like. Um, welcome to Let's Talk Tottenham. Uh, unfortunately, a terrible result against Middlesbrough on uh, Tuesday. Uh, mm. Now everything in the uh, league, which the league and top four is all that we have to go for. Can't hear you, Chris. And I've muted myself. What a brilliant <laughs> show. Oh, I thought it was me. I thought it was me. I thought it was me. <laughs> uh, press the button on this little keeper. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure where we got to because I have no idea when I pressed it. But uh, yeah, terrible result against Boa. Now Everton in the league. League is all we've got to play for. Top four. Typical Spurs. Uh, where have we seen this before? Two great guests. Uh, Brian Daigle's joining us a bit later on. Stell was going to come on, but he's not feeling well. So get well soon, Stell. Uh, Brad, how you doing, Brad? Uh, good, thanks, Chris. Good, thanks. Nice to uh, be on a, a, a day show for a change and not have to think about, <laughs> oh, I'm going to go to bed at one o'clock tonight or, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Tommy, who everyone knows, Brad, everyone knows Tommy. How are you doing, Tommy? The benefits of uh, semi-retirement, eh, Brad? Oh, the definitely. semi-retirement, eh? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, cheers, cheers for having me, man. I'm finally, I sort of got over it. It seems like ages ago now to borrow a game. So it does, doesn't onwards it? and upwards, onwards and upwards. Yeah, and uh, just a quick shout out, Tommy Talks Ball, your channel. Where can people find that? Yeah, exactly, exactly. As you can see, I did the Twitter handles there. Uh, um, yeah, my follow up. If you if you haven't followed my Twitter handle, you can see my uh, my YouTube channels and my bio. So uh, yeah, but not before you obviously subscribe to Chris here. Um, so yes, I've got something coming up later on tonight. But um, so make sure you check that out. Definitely go check that out. Uh, please hit the like. Please hit the subscribe here. Uh, thanks, everybody, for watching and all the comments that will hopefully be coming in. Uh, 192 subscribers. Uh, terrible result against Boa. So cheer me up, please, by getting me to 200. That would be fantastic. Uh, Wait, that's mad because you're on the exact same. You need the exact yeah. same as Colin. I think you need the exact yeah. same as Colin. He was eight the other day, I think. So we'll do mine yeah. first and then go on to talk and ball and do his and get us up to 200 at <laughs> yeah, the same time. But exactly. audio ask Sam, how boys. you doing, buddy? Uh, America's behind us by about five hours, so you can do, do this one first. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, I mean, Brad, let's start. Middlesbrough, teams who sit back. Are there any surprises? Uh, Manchester City always going to attack us because they're a better team. We had a lot of counter-attacking opportunities, brilliant chances. Leeds, so open, it's unbelievable. Uh, we scored four, could have been a lot more, really, if we really decided to. Burnley, sit back, lose 1-0. Middlesbrough, sit back, so slow lose one nil uh any surprises to me it's fairly blatantly obvious we need yeah. a playmaker or someone who can speed the ball up and get the ball that, to people quicker but were there any surprises at how the game panned out not the result I, but how the game I, panned out against me okay okay when i saw the lineup unchanged i was, I was pleased oh great we're, we're going <laughs> with a strong lineup uh and no matter what we think of teams with low blocks you know we can't beat them blah 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 we should have beaten middlesbrough this is a seventh-place Premiership team playing an eighth-place Championship team. We should have beaten them. And I thought, and I've said this, I know it was a very good performance, and Middlesbrough at the end deserved to win, definitely. But for the first 20, 25 minutes, we were in trouble. We had the ball. We were passing it around. And I'm thinking to myself, watching the game, we've got to score. We've got to score because they will suddenly think, hang on a minute, they're not hurting us. Tottenham aren't hurting us. And they will grow into the game and they'll get more and more confident. And that's exactly what happened. 
And in the end, they deserved to win. They created more chances. We had a couple of good chances. I mean, uh, uh, what's the name? Uh, uh, Doherty had that chance. Missed that. Yeah. And then Sunrod at the end. Yeah, Sunrod at the end. Yeah. So, so yeah. So I'm really disappointed. But I have to say, not surprised. That's the thing. I'm not surprised. <laughs> you know, I think we should have won. But the fact that we lost, I'm not surprised. It just seems to be Tottenham all season. Yeah. I mean, Tommy, what did you make of the game? Uh, like Brad, I thought, uh, you know, I can't remember if it was your channel or my channel or whatever channel it was, but keep the same lineup as the uh, Leeds game. That's what he did. So I was quite happy there. But I always thought it'd be a tough game just because it's Chris Wilder. He gets his teams compact, disciplined, know what they do. And without a playmaker with teams who sit back, by the time we get forward, everybody's back behind the ball. Completely different to Leeds who just opened the gates of the whole game completely and let us uh, play through them at free will. But uh, what, what, what were your reactions of the lineup and of the game as a whole? Obviously, the result is uh, <laughs> going to be uh, fairly indicative of that. I think I think I'm I'm in a different place to most Spurs fans when it comes to the lineup. You know, I know when you win a game, you sort of want to keep the same lineup. I get that, but it was Leeds, and I, f I feel like you need to manage the squad, especially when you've got burnt out players, players that get burnt out really quickly. Uh, and Kulusevski, you know, four games in ten days, twenty one years old. I feel like maybe Bergwijn should have come in. I definitely would have put Lucas in if he was fit. Uh, and I felt like it was a good, good time to get Reggie back into the fold because Reggie's our best wing back. I don't care what anybody tells me. He's our best wing back. Um, I think he's had a pretty good season, to be honest with you. Uh, I would put him back in there um, for that game. Good good place to, 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 to come back from his, I think it's COVID. He had COVID. Yeah. So, and then decide, you can decide in the Everton game, which one you want. Do you want Reggie or do you want Sess? And almost certainly Kulisevsky comes back in for the Everton game. I think you've got to manage the team sometimes. I don't think you can, you can just say we won to keep the same team. I don't think you can say that when it's the FA Cup, when you've got a manager squad. Uh, we've seen what injuries have done to us already. Uh, we've, we've, we've only got two centre midfielders to choose from. And that comes to, you know, playing playing games after practice. Skip at 21 years old, we kept playing him. I know we, we were forced to, but 21, to keep playing three or four games, you know, in 10 days. In ten days, it's just not it's not what we should be doing. We need to, we, you know, we need to game manage. But in terms of the uh, in terms of the performance, like Brad said, I wasn't surprised. I really, I wasn't surprised. Um, I, do you know what though? I think we we disrespect championship teams. We do disrespect mm. championship teams. And the problem was then the players, the players disrespect respected Middlesbrough. Well, that all comes down to a, attitude. Thinking it is a walkover. Yeah, but we can as fans because we're not playing, so we can we can disrespect <laughs> Borough. It doesn't matter. <laughs> But they're paid. They're paid professionals, so they shouldn't be disrespecting them. But I do think we we overly disrespect them as fans when you know the run they're going on under Chris Wilder since he's been in charge. I think they were fourteenth before, so their promotion. They're on a promotion row. They could very much be in the Premier League this time next season. Three teams will come out of the Championship and be in the Premier League next season. That's a fact. So, uh, and we know how well they do. Leeds finished ninth in their first season. I know they're not doing so great now in the top ten. In the Premier League, that's not easy. That's not easy. Sheffield United under Chris Wilder with eighth mm. or ninth in their first season in the Premier League. So we can't disrespect these teams. These are good teams, and you have to be you have to be at a level to beat them. We should beat them, of course, but we, we need to be at a level. And we're not mm. we were not in for that game. We were not we were not ready for that game. There were some performances all over the pitch that were nowhere near good enough. Winks, I don't expect much more from Winks, but Son probably his worst ever performance for us. Um, mm. Romero was no good. Romero was no good. He was really bad. He struggled the last three games. Pe people don't want to hear that, but that, that's the truth. That's the honest truth. You know, um, you know what? Sorry, go on. 
You no, no, what? no, Karen Brad. Yeah, I, I guess we'll get on to, to Son, who who is allowed a bad game. Let's be let's be fair. Yeah, of course. But but when we're trying to break low block teams, one of the things you can do is shoot from distance, and we've got two of the best in in the Premiership in Kane and Son at shooting from distance. And Sonny, whenever he got the ball, I'm expecting him to go onto his right foot and curl that shot in like he normally does. But every time he got the ball on on Tuesday night, he never did it. He went to the left. And that, 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 you know, you know, so if, that really got me because you've got to try things. If, if you aren't getting through and they're not letting you through, then you've got to have things like, like simple things like having a shot. And they didn't do it. So it just, just really, really annoying. Do, do you know what I noticed? Do you know what I noticed with Sonny? Whatever he does, whenever he does the basics, he's fantastic. Yeah. Son. But he overthinks things sometimes. When mm. he keeps playing games, he overthinks things. I saw it at the end of last season under Jose. I was like, this guy's burnt out. The guy's burnt out. His form's dipped. So you need to get him out of the team. And Jose Mourinho was playing him against Wolfsburger on the weekend. Mm. Dynamo Zagreb. He was never getting a rest. Son is the type of player that needs a rest. Unlike Kane, he's you know he's, he relies on speed. Son, you know, and uh, he, as you said, he overthinks things. If he just does mm. the basics right, coming into his right foot, he's the best. He's one of the best in the world. Yeah. So yeah. um, yeah, yeah, I, I see that. And he was um, yeah, he looks like he looks like he's burnt out. Hopefully, he's got five or six days rest now for the Everton game. Hopefully, that's enough. And hopefully you can put one up Deli Alley and hit you. Brian, what's going on, man? Brian, what's going hey, on? Hey, how you doing, Brian? All good, people. All good. It's wonderful to be back on this channel. Wonderful to be back on this yeah, channel. Stress wonderful free. to have you back. But let, let's bring you down to earth for a little bit. Middlesbrough <laughs> game. What were your thoughts? <laughs> let's start with the negatives and then we'll move to the Everton, which hopefully will be a positive. But yeah, I, the I, 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 uh, none of us were surprised. Uh, what were your thoughts on the lineup and then the game as a whole? I'm so happy you've asked me that question after we've gone past 10 minutes. I'm so happy. <laughs> oh, it's 12. It's 12, isn't it? So happy. I, I couldn't it's, have it's, it's, not, it's not 10 minutes for you, so you've still got another 10. <laughs> okay, I, I, okay, I'm, I'm, only I'm only joking. Uh, you can say what you want. Mate, first of all, I, I won't take any any piece of advice from a guy wearing a bloody red shirt. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, so for that... Uh, I didn't even notice that. Uh, I didn't even notice that. Uh, oh, that's so not for good. that, you, the, the, my 10 minutes are fucking gone. There we go. Done. Wicked. Uh, no, listen, with, with Middlesbrough, it's been done to death. But what I will say is, listen, what, what, what's annoying me most about Middlesbrough is I'm shocked that people are shocked. Mm. <laughs> that, that's the thing. People are going absolutely mad. Oh, my God, how can we do that? Uh, it's very obvious how we can do this. We, we've shown this time after time, year after year, season after season, that we have, and I've spoken about a lot, of the mentality of this squad is absolutely beyond a joke. Beyond a joke. I'm, I'm going to go see my nephews and niece for the last time after that. My niece has got chicken pox and she's got a better attitude right. than uh, than some of those players. Um, it's It was another woeful performance. This, this this is a difference. If you, if you remember, during the Pochettino era, whether we, we, we went out a couple or whatever, there was always, you know, they gave their best. You know, they crossed that white line and there was a... But, but you look at Mura, you look at... Um, I mean, Colchester with Pochettino, that was near the end. So you could say that was the players doing what they did or whatever. They knew what was coming. Um, Mura, Middlesbrough, the Burnley performance, Dinamo Zagreb. The, the, these players walk in. Some of these players in this court just think, oh, we're Tottenham Hotspur. This is Burnley or or Mura. We can just we can just act like a training ground uh, kickabout because we're just going to – our quality will shine through. And you don't do that. You don't – do that but what's annoying is there's only a few players on the pitch that will go what the hell do you think you're doing as opposed to the the teams that we've seen before 
where there's people that will literally go absolutely mental and crazy at people for 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 even acting or thinking that they can put in a performance like that and disrespect the opposition like that. And it was probably the most boring game of football <laughs> I have seen. That first in, half. That first half was oh, hard to watch. I was in the studio with Ben and Simeon for the watch along. And I didn't sleep well the night before. I, didn't sleep. I got a few hours, but not a, a decent hours. I was literally falling asleep. You probably see me. I was like, "Listen, look, no." <laughs> and I was yawning. I didn't want to. That's, with, like, that's with cameras in front of you. That's yeah. with people like, in the chat, you know. And then we did the fan show, and the fan show. I could barely stay awake. I was like, I, I, I wanted to be there, and I was going to stay there for the whole of it. I would have been there for five hours if it gone on for five hours. But I was just like, and I and I had to be very very careful because obviously I could have said a lot of stuff um, and gone completely nuclear. Um, but I didn't want to do that on their channel uh, when I'm in the studio with them. It's not fair on the boys. Um, so, yeah, it's just, an, uh, uh, as I keep saying, it's just another day in paradise. Yeah, I mean, audio artisan here, uh, I think this relates to your comment on Sun, uh, Tommy. Dribbling and taking a man on is a big problem with pretty much everyone in the squad. But I, I think that points to a problem that links to that. And links to, you know, the fullbacks always going backwards and links to all of the teams that Brian's rattled off there, the Movers, the, Col the Colchesters and everything. And I'll sound like a broken record here. And I think it's to do with a playmaker and a lack of one. The, the only playmaker we've got is Kane. But teams have worked him out a little bit now. If you sit back, there's no space for him to come deep and then pass balls left, right, centre and through. So even the Colchester game, that was either when Ericsson had left or, or he wanted to leave and Poch wasn't playing him. But the, the fact remains, we still didn't have a playmaker. We didn't have one against Murrah all, and Burnley and uh, Middlesbrough uh, on Tuesday. These teams all sit back. When we play teams like Leeds, who are so open, Man City, who are far the better team, who, who attack us, then there's space for the counter. Kane can come deep. People don't pick him up. Kulisevsky, Kane, Mora, Bergvine, whoever's playing up there, can make runs into space. So... I, I was having a debate with Stell about this. Uh, uh, he, he says we need seven or eight players. I don't disagree with that at all. But I, mm. I think, not that it would sort us out and, and get us to, we're now Premier League title challengers, but I think a playmaker would help us immensely. It wouldn't sort, solve all our problems. Far, far, far from it. But I think against teams who sit back, they speed the game up. And, and, and you look at people like Doherty, if you compare him to Walker in the Poch era, and I'm not saying for one second that if we got Ericsson in, Doherty is Carl Walker. But Carl Walker got the ball fairly quickly. The, the, the ball from Ericsson is pinged to him fairly quickly, and all of a sudden he's one-on-one. -on -one. You look at Doherty, Sessegnon, Vegion, it's two against one. They have no choice but to go back, and then we have to build up again. And teams who sit back then have their two banks of four, and they're compact again. But... <laughs> It wouldn't Chris, solve all our problems, something? but it would solve a, a big problem, I think. I'm, I'm going to read you now for everyone, and let's see what you all think. This is a message that I got sent by my dad's best mate, who's diehard, diehard. I keep getting told the story during the 81 FA Cup final with uh, Man City, the replay. My dad and him watched it together when I was downstairs. I was a two-year-old, and they did a bottle of whiskey in about 20 minutes. So I hear this story all the time between them after Villiers' goal. This is this he he's a mad Spurs fan, mad. And he sent this message to me, which said Galini, Doherty, Royale, Winks, Pierre, Stevie B, Lucas, Sanchez, Roden all need replacing. So that is nine replacement signings needed before we even begin to strengthen the team. 
We are also four or five players short in numbers in the squad. How can we expect to sign 14 players we need to do a rebuild? <laughs> we tend to only sign average players on the last day of the window, so Conte will not have a squad for proper pre-season training. It's a disaster waiting to happen. I think Conte will say this is un unfixable and go. Can I just say, he's forgot about Ndombele, Gil and the Celso, who will be coming back. They yeah, will be coming so back as is, well. So you could add those players. But 17. He's talking you could say 17. You know, Gil looks all right, but apparently yeah. Valencia want him for another season. So, yeah. Well, this is the thing. I mean, your, your response to that in a minute, but Ali Gold's video yesterday, and I sent a message to Ali Gold. His video yesterday was the best I've ever seen. It, it was, was really, absolutely yeah. outstanding. And what I, love, mm. what I love, and I have to thank Ali Gold for this, he basically said everything I've been saying <laughs> for about seven months, but he said it in a, a diplomatic, mm. calm report. That's why he gets paid to do what he does, because he can say it in a manner that approaches everyone rather than me going, rah, 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 rah. Um, it, it, was, it was an outstanding mm. video. But yeah, what's your thoughts on, on, on that from my dad's best mate? Well, I don't think there's any doubt that we need a load of players. But the fact is, and we know this, we're not going to get 14 players. We probably won't get four. Uh, but I, I, I personally think, I personally, I personally think, and I, I believe this 100%, whether people disagree or whatever, but if we got a playmaker, I think it would make a huge difference because then the fullbacks would get the ball quicker. Son would get the ball quicker. And, and, you, you wouldn't turn Doherty into, you know, Carl Walker or anything like that. But he would be, like he was at Wolves, able, because he's going forward and getting the space, to whip the ball in, which is what made him a, a top, top player at Wolves, second assister in, in full-backs, uh, only behind Alexander-Arnold. But we need far more. We need far more. But like I say, we're not going to get far more. So I think a playmaker is essential. Uh, and I, for that reason, I think it could make a lot of players look a lot better. Than they are certainly with uh, you know. But what, I mean, Doherty, Doherty should be scoring that goal. Any player, mm. any professional footballer who gets paid five figures should be able to pass the ball into an empty net. But I, I think in his general play, he'd be a lot better because he'd get the ball quicker. Son would get the ball quicker and do what Son was doing under the Pochettino era, which is getting the ball one on one instantly, skinning him. And then you've got people running in and then someone has to come out because Sun's just skinned a defender. So I, I think a playmaker is absolutely essential in the in the summer. And I think it could help with a few other positions. But we do need other positions. But yeah, what, sorry, what, Brad. What needs, what needs to happen is you only have to look at the first team under Pochettino that almost won the title. You just, you know, Larice, Walker, Rose, uh, Alderweireld, Vertonghen, uh, Wanyama, Dembele, or you could throw in Eric Dyer there. Uh, Son, Kane, Eriksson, Deli Ali when he was playing well. There's not a bad player there in that, that first 11. The reason we didn't win the title is because we didn't have the strength in depth for when those players were injured. Now, what players in today's team would you put, could you say would be in a competing for the title team? Probably Lloris, uh, Romero, probably, uh, Kane, Son, Skip because he's you know you've got to give Skip give it Skip a chance and you can't really have a go at Ben Kerr and Kalusevski so I've only only just joined. That's not a lot of players. So to replace all of those players and get a first that's a, a big window. 
So you've got to have to hope that you get enough players in to make a quality side for next season to be up there for top four the whole season, maybe get third, have a cup run. And then that encourages to buy more players for the following season. So you get to a stage in, say, the next two or three seasons where we are challenging for the title. That's what happened under Potticino. And that's what they have to do. If you do it that way, if you get, as, as Brian was saying, the average players that we've signed, get two or three or two decent players to make that team go up a level. And then the following window, you get a couple more players and just keep going up. That means that Kane will stay because he can see a future. That means Conte will stay because he can see a future. And that's what has to happen. And it has to happen, as we keep saying, before the season starts, before we go to South Korea. So that we're all bedded in before the season starts. But whether that will happen or not, well, I, I have my doubts. As I, I think you've said many times, Brian, a leopard never changes its spots. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I have my doubts. Yeah. How you doing, Mark? I'm Hi, good. Mark. Sorry I'm late. Oh, that's all right. No problem. Uh, yeah, Tommy, uh, we'll come to Mark in a second uh, with his uh, thoughts on the Borough game and Brian's comments. Uh, uh, but yeah, just for your reference, uh, Mark O'Brien listed off, a, 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 I'm going to say about 42 players. It wasn't, it was about 14 that we need to get rid of. Uh, but Tommy, your, your thoughts on, on on Brian's comment there or, of the players that need to go? And, and then obviously that didn't include the Undombeles, the Celso coming back, like you mentioned. Well, you know, we all know there are a hell of a lot of players that we need We need to go. What what was alarming, what was especially alarming in the January window, is, as I said, we only got rid of one. We only got rid of one uh, permanently. Uh, that is alarming. And for me, everything starts from the back. Everything starts from the back line. Chris, I, I agree. We, we need a playmaker to a certain extent, but I don't think we do in many ways under Conte. I think under Conte, you need wing-backs that Correct. are dominant because against Leeds, our wing-backs were dominant. You didn't need the centre midfielders as much. Yeah, I, I, we didn't I see so much a... We didn't see, we didn't see so much a... Yeah, I'm just saying, we didn't see so much a Hoybier and Skip. Uh, Hoybier and... Not Hoybier and Skip. Did, did Hoybier yeah. and Winks. Winks. <laughs> Hoybier and uh, Winks. We Wait, saw yeah, more I'm, of Skip than some people who were playing in that team. I'm struggling because we didn't see more of them. I mean, <laughs> I'm struggling. I'm struggling because we didn't see more of them. If the wing-backs work like they did against Leeds, then you don't need the centre mid midfielders to, to, to rip through to, to rip through defensive lines. Hello, mate. Um, so, and then the back line needs to push up. The right centre-back and left centre-back in the Conte system should be attacking. But the line's so deep that we, we can't. They can't attack. So wing backs and the defensive line it starts from there and uh, it's not it's not good enough it's not good enough as I said we've got the wing backs to to get through leads but we need wing backs to get through some of the bigger teams because Cesc Doherty they're not going to do it they're not going to do it unfortunately uh, Emerson certainly not so I think we start you start from the back you start from the back and if you've got the wing backs close to the wingers because they're going to be a lot closer to the wingers in the Conte system then there's your attack there's your attack so. Um, yeah, there, there are a ton of things we need. For, we need to get rid of four, four centre-backs in the summer. I wanted to lose at least one in January just to get it going, just to get it moving. But the reality, we got we sold one player. That's it. One player we sold in January. And that's that's hard. That's hard to get your head around. Um, so, yeah, a lot of things need to happen. A lot of things need to happen this summer. But, yeah, we're getting four maximum, Chris. That's what you said. You said four maximum. That's what it's going to be. Well, that's me, be, being, be that's me being positive. It won't exactly. be four. It'll probably be one and a half. 
And if it is, it'll be a 19-year-old and a backup goalkeeper. Another 18, 19-year-old, another backup goalkeeper. You know, things that we don't really need. The future, you know, the future that we've never seen and never will see. A couple of comments here. Mark Mark Cousins, how you doing, Mark? Uh, Afternoon, lads. At least the weekend won't be ruined. No, Monday will and next week will. Um, And audio asks, and a couple of comments. Balancing the squad will be very difficult due to the homegrown rule. I reckon we ditch Galini, give Austin and White decent contracts to try to sell. Do you know what? Do you know what? Galini's homegrown. Do you know what? Galini counts as homegrown. Oh, he played for Man Villa, United. Didn't he? No, he's Man United. Man United. Oh, uh, he right. grew up at Man United as a youth player, didn't he? So he actually counts as homegrown. I don't think he does, Tommy. I don't think he does. I think he just missed out on it due to when he went. Because I'm, I know you're right about Man United, but I'm sure when we signed him, it, they said he doesn't class. I thought, I thought, I thought he certainly does. I'll look. It, I'll, look I'll have a look. Have a look, mate. I'm pretty out. sure he does. Hopefully, hopefully he doesn't, because then we can just boot him out straight away. We can just, <laughs> yeah, there's no reason then, to keep him. An audio artisan has said, English players of the quality need will be expensive. Simply Ace then uh, comes on. How are you doing, Simply Ace? Uh, we need more than one playmaker, than a playmaker, two central defenders, playmaker, right back, left uh, wing back, left wing back, backup striker to challenge for a cup and top four. Over to you, Daniel. Oh, he's left the building. Um, but Mark, uh, uh, you've known me for quite a long time. You know, I've been banging this drum for years and years and years. Playmaker is essential for me. And mm. I think it will help the team a lot. We obviously like simply a send like Stell was saying when I was speaking to him yesterday. We need a lot more, but this is Daniel Levy, this is Tottenham, and we ain't gonna get a lot more. We'll be lucky to get a playmaker and that's it. But mm. I think a playmaker could not transform us, but certainly we've got a real issue here. If teams sit back, we've got no hope. We're just too slow. You know, pass side, 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 side. It's like a foosball team we're playing against. All they have to do is move those two banks for left and right. I think a playmaker would help us immensely, but we do obviously need a lot more. Uh, but yeah, what were your thoughts on the Borough game and and about the whole what we need in the summer and what <laughs> what we're not going to get or or will get? I said in January that if you speak to one person, they'll tell you we need this position. If you speak to someone else, they'll tell you another position. I know you've always said ever since Eric's unless we need the playmaker. And that's the problem. We need so many positions. My thing was we needed a backup striker. You've said a playmaker. Tommy's just said a, a wing back, which I, I agree with all of them. That's the problem. There's so much work that needs doing. We need two right wing backs. We need two central defenders, at least. We need a playmaker. We need a backup striker. That's just the beginning for me. That's just like, that, <laughs> we probably need another left wing back as well. I, yeah, it, but you've so mentioned much. at least six positions there. We ain't getting six. This is Daniel yeah. Levy. We ain't getting six. So <laughs> it comes to what do you need? And like you say, I say we need a playmaker. You'll say we need something else. Mm-hmm. Ryan will say something different. The, the only one that really matters is Conte because he knows what he needs. And, will he get that? And that's where I agree with Tommy. I think that the the wing backs are so vital to Tommy to Tommy's tactics, to uh, Conte's <laughs> tactics, and Tommy's when as Conte well. Walks, Tommy walks, Tommy might be new. Yeah, we all go up on channel. I'm just giving you, you ideas, <laughs> mate. I'm giving you ideas. I'll take um, that. I'll note that. I've got my notepad. Yeah, I'll note that. Mark, you've got a very big Andy Roddick club today. Andy Roddick. <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that, mate. He won a few things, didn't he? Yeah, exactly. That's what we're hoping. Let's bring in people that have won things in other sports and just hope they can do it. <laughs> yeah, just uh, <laughs> rub off on that. Yeah. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Clive Woodward. Clive Woodward. It's like tricking and tried to bring him in, didn't they? Do you remember? Yeah. <laughs> After you won the World Cup with England. Uh, yeah, but there's so much, mate. Middlesbrough. 
it's just we've seen it so many times now, haven't we? I said it on Tommy's stream the other day. You beat Man City, you go and lose to Burnley. You beat Leeds, you go and lose to Middlesbrough. It's just a cycle of shit, really. I've been I've been banging on the drum that of course we can make top four. Of course we can do it. I don't. I never thought that. We, I always said Man United were the favourites. I still. I don't know. I think unfortunately Arsenal are now. Um, we can still do it, but look, that's just blind faith because we know what happens with this team when it comes to the big moments. They always bottle it, unfortunately. Mm. So and, we, and Middlesbrough was a big game. I really wanted to win the FA Cup. I'm sick of not having won the FA Cup in like since 1991. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And we it was saved such ourselves, a Mark. Hmm? We saved ourselves, Mark. Because we've only played Chelsea again. That's so. correct. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, Eight nil on aggregate. Eight nil on aggregate in four games <laughs> this season, Chelsea. Yeah. Well, do a bit, do a bit. Just disappointing as usual, you know. Yeah, Darrell's got in touch in terms of players, and we need them all to gel. <laughs> I think if we if, if we needed players to gel, that's one thing that we've got right because it means we've bought players. Uh, so one step at a time. Mark Cousins, typical Tottenham, <laughs> rumoured we're replacing Ericsson with Ericsson. <laughs> uh, <laughs> He's a free, isn't he? He'll be a free. So and simply Ace uh, prediction here from Simply Ace: We'll get one player on loan, a cheap player from Serie A or Serie A on the final day of the transfer window. And they'll be from Juventus. Uh, Does Conte Alan, stick uh, around? If that's the case, do you reckon Conte uh, will stick around with another poor transfer market? Nah, no. I don't I think no he. I don't think if he if he isn't back by ju- the end of June, I think he walks. I agree. Yeah. If he hasn't got his, if he hasn't got his team in place for pre-season training, I think he walks. Because I don't think he's bothered about being paid off. No, I, no he's I, not. I honestly think and, he's had enough of the money, so he don't really need any more. He'll ask him about the predetermined targets as well, because like he done it into last season. What are the targets this summer? And if it doesn't meet his requirements, he's gone. Like he did it into Milan. Before the market even opens, so mm. I think yeah, I think that's a good that's a good point. But who do you think? Well, what do you think we need, Alan? Uh, and will we get them? And what what were your thoughts uh, just on the Middlesbrough game in general? Well, who we need is it's called Bob the Builder, yeah, to build the <laughs> build the bricks in front of the goal, so we can't let any more in. Because to be honest, with you, yeah, we're just so, so poor at the moment. Yeah, change ends at half time, though, Alan. <laughs> well, okay, we'll get a forklift truck and lift them up the other end outwards. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm not being funny, but we only one team on Wednesday came out to want to win that, or Tuesday. Only one team wanted to win that. One team. There was two teams on the pitch, but one team wanted to win it. The other one came on the pitch thinking they were going to win it. And you don't win a game thinking you're going to win it. You've got to put the effort in. I mean... Every time, every time one of our players, in, the ball went into midfield. Everyone, whoever was on the ball, Barra had two, if not three, players chasing him down. I mean, I'll tell you something. I don't know. I didn't see the team sheet properly with Middlesbrough, but did they have more than one player called Housen? Because every time I heard the commentary, all I heard was Housen. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that, that's what happens in cup games. Uh, we talked earlier about disrespecting uh, championship teams. These are teams with nothing to lose. You know, they're expected to lose seventh in the Premier League or whatever we are. They're expected to lose. And, and this is how giant killings happen. It's been happening since the dawn of football. You know, one team who, who are the better team on paper think, ah, oh, we'll turn up, we've won this game. The other team who have nothing to lose think we've got nothing to lose. Let's try and uh, keep it tight. And, you know, their attitude is better. And then that happens. Uh, but yeah, you know, he, he, covered, he covered. 
he covered more more blades of grass on Tuesday night than I think Winks has done all season. <laughs> yeah. The disappointing thing, the disappointing thing for me was when we lost to like Moore and stuff. We were saying that was our backup team, and we couldn't rely on the backup team. We can't even fucking rely on the first team anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the annoying thing is, Mark, and this is so annoying. There's only one player on that pitch the other night that didn't play against Man City. We beat Man City. And we didn't... Our usual performances against Man City, they have looked like they're going to always turn us over and we've sneaked it. That was one of our best performances against Man City. One player is different. And it's exactly the same Exactly the same team that beat Leeds a few days before as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to be honest with you, at the moment, I would put... The work, the trouble with Leeds is they they always leave. They're like Man City, but they're not organised at the yeah, back. Yeah. Mm. yeah, the difference was, Barra were organised at the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you put if if Barra played Leeds tomorrow in a league match, even though they're not in the same league, but if they played them, and Barra played anything like they did, Leeds ain't coming away with anything. You know, it's... but again, it comes back to I'm banging the drama. I constantly will be, but you know, teams who sit back, we haven't got that playmaker. We haven't got anyone to speed the game up and get the ball quickly when there isn't any space. And by the time we do, there's no space. Leeds, Man City, always attacking us, and we can play on the counter attack. But uh, let's move on to uh, Conte uh, before we do audio artisan. Uh, wing backs, such a new position. There aren't many legit ones around at the moment. It's probably best to try and create your own. That's exactly what he did with Victor Moses, and what I predicted when he turned up he'd do with Sessignon his injuries could hamper that the ones that are doing very well are overpriced it's a very uh, good point yeah it's a very good point because people say well there aren't many wing backs around to, to sign well there aren't because it's not a it's a specialized position so you have to you have to adapt a right winger or what should be easier a fullback in today's day and it should fullbacks are naturally naturally more attacking um, these days, so you, you've got to adapt that. So there are no out and out wing backs, really, unless you're looking at Chelsea, who played three at the back two, and a, and a couple of other teams. So yeah, it's a very good point from audio. Um, so you have to look at the traits and attributes of maybe a right back and a right winger if you're looking at a right wing back. It's just you know, it's just the way it is. Yeah, and. Uh, I, I... I, I thought he'd do that with Session. You know, I remember talking to you, Tommy, uh, uh, ages ago now, thinking that Berg Ryan could be the right signing <laughs> option. That hasn't simply ha- uh, happened. Simply Ace has said Conte in the post match after the Middlesbrough game was laughing at our mixed form. He's fed up. But my, my question is this, uh, Brad. It's not a question. This is just a banner, but the question will come. Uh, Conte's uh, substitutions were quite strange. Uh, Bergwijn made a difference when he came on, uh, and and but he came on after about 78 minutes. And then in injury time, when we're chasing the game, you know, he's got Dane Scarlett on there. He gives him four minutes. Uh, and then he brings a, a, a wing backs on. So in my mind, and I was saying this to the pub with the people that I was with, Conte has to take some blame for that result as well. I, obviously, yeah. the, the players were terrible, but it, you know so he can laugh at our mixed form. But I, I think he got a lot wrong in that game. I think after the first ten minutes of the second half, he knew that there had to be some changes. And I agree, Bergwijn when he came on did try and do a few things, and, and probably would have come on, should have come on earlier. Uh, I just wonder whether he was expecting extra time and brought him on 
with with that in regards. So it's not actually coming on for ten minutes; it's actually coming on for forty minutes. Uh, I'm not saying that I agree with that, but I'm, I'm just wondering whether that was his thinking. And certainly, in extra time, yeah, you have to make you have to you can't bring Dane Scarlett on for four minutes and hope he's going to you know change the game. <laughs> yeah, bring him on at half time, you know. Yeah, yeah, you know, do that. So. You know, I mean, Conte is not beyond criticism. You know, he, he he's a great manager, of course he is. He's got the record, uh, but he yeah, you can be critical of him. And I yeah, you know, I think think he should have made substitutions earlier. The only thing I will say, is, as I just said, maybe he was thinking of extra time because you know it, it will give him forty minutes rather than than ten minutes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think in terms of that point, sorry, Alan. Sorry, I was going to say the thing with the thing with we we've all been piping on about it for a while now. We could really do it going in a three-five-two. Yeah. yeah, the trouble is, we never had the player unless you bring Harvey White on and throw him into the Lions Den to to come on and win on Tuesday. Yeah, so he decided to go to these what he thought might get away with would be a four four two. Unfortunately, that didn't work either. He changed his formation about three yeah. times, didn't he? He started yeah. off a three at the back, then two at yeah. the back, and when Middlesbrough got on top, then he changed the three again, then they scored, and he changed it to two again. Yeah. I'm talking but, about central defenders there, not two. But a lot of it's because we haven't. A lot of it. In fairness, if he hadn't, made, if he hadn't tried, yeah. Sorry, if he hadn't tried to change it, we'd have been criticising for not trying to change it. So, yeah. so I think he was trying. We can see but, why four at the back doesn't work now, though. We can see why that we were worse. We we were we really were worse. You know, they should have scored two goals. I know it's from set pieces, but yeah, Brooks was it Brooks or Crooks? Crooks should have scored completely free header. House oh, yeah. should have scored completely free header. They should have they should have won that before extra time even took place. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, Ashraf puts in the, in the chat, and I'm, I'm on the same uh, thoughts. Like, he's the me- it's but the even before the game started, Conte just looked, he just looked sort of depressed, like run out of energy. Not surprising, the amount of energy he puts into a 90-minute game on the touchline. But <laughs> it's like, he just looked down. I've never seen Conte that down at Inter, at Chelsea. It was, it was concerning. It was concerning. Mm-hmm. What did you think of his substitutions? Because Brad makes a good point there, maybe extra time, but this is a winner. This is a winner. Like Sod extra time, go for the win in 90 minutes. Don't worry about another 30 minutes. Go for the winner in, in normal time. Bring all your, your big, hit, oh, big hitters, uh, your attacking players or your changes to try and get some attack in, uh, you know, and um, do that 60 minutes and go for the, the kill or up for, for the next 30. And, and just before uh, that, Mark Cousins has got an answer to our right-back situation. Stephen Carr, <laughs> he must have, not have a club at the moment. But, uh, Pamaro, yeah, sorry, Stel Terry. What's Stel Terry up to, Brian? What's yeah, Stel Terry? He's, he's kind of the way, well, uh, I'm going to be speaking with him when I get back. So, uh, so I'll okay. let you know when I'll see if he's available. I mean, Very who knows? Good. I mean, Brad, Brad, he's going to be coming down to the Scotland Yard during the summer oh, to do wow. like a Q&A. Yeah. So I'm going to try yeah. and push it. For, yeah. for the week of May the 23rd to May the 30th. Oh, oh, oh that'd be brilliant. Um, we do a straight sort with Royal. And Royal well, will be right in the yard next season. Uh, well, we're, we're, we're also in talk with, um, hopefully, who came to open Toronto Spurs. Officially, was obviously the basketballer, M- MVP and Hall of Famer and diehard Tottenham fan, Steve Nash. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. hopefully, well, there's going to be... Yeah, uh, yeah. The, yeah, mate. Believe me, I'll tell you a quick story about Steve Nash. Steve Nash is adored in Canada, like adored. Um, and I told my wife, listen, I'm going to be meeting Steve Nash. Oh, my God, could you get me a signature? You get me a signature. <laughs> so I went one better than that, and I got him, me and him, and I, I said to him, and he just said, hey, Alana, how you doing? Shame I missed you. Maybe I'll see you here for a next uh, uh, another game. Love to see you. Come on, you Spurs. And sent it to her. <laughs> 
And then she had a go at me for not getting his autograph. <laughs> like, I got you a personalized <laughs> top-down video. No one in the world has got this. But, but you, got it. you ignored I've, her initial instructions. Yeah, I know. I mean, I, this right. is what I do. I, I tried to go one better for her, but then I just realised I just think to what she said. Yeah, yeah. Um, just told Brian. Is he a coach, Brian? Is a coach for Knicks? Is it the Knicks, New York? He 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 was. He, he's actually he's now um, no. He's actually been doing a lot of uh, with um, oh god the uh, Golden State Warriors or whatever they're called. The ones oh. that have. Uh, the one that Toronto, I'm, I'm sure it's him. The one that Toronto beat in the uh, the Raptors beat in the NBA final. I think it was the ones that have won it recently for quite a few years. Um, it was it was him, but obviously he's got a he's got a money in a Spanish football team. And I did ask him, did he want to pull out his euros and change them to pounds? Um, and yeah, he he, he has said in the past. He, he has said in the past that he wants to do a consortium to buy Tottenham. I've I've read that. Yeah, in the past. yeah, I heard that. I heard that somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I heard. I heard. Simon, he's, Simon, he's, a, he's actually a great guy. So Brad, you may you may see a superstar. Well, you're coming to see oh, me. Brilliant. So that'd be great. Uh, but yeah, no. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, so Cody, where, where, Cody where, Mac. Where, oh, Cody Mac's gonna be there, right? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Cody will be there. Cody's <laughs> definitely gonna come down. Yeah, exactly. Um, sorry, I, I just went way off key because Paul Stalteri's name well, got I, mentioned. I, Actually, Brian, now that you mentioned basketball, I mean, I think that Tottenham should be forced to watch the last dance back to back because that, to me, I've never really followed basketball at all. That, to me, was winners, inspiring with Michael Jordan. Yeah. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you, the one you want to watch as well is Amazon did an all or nothing with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. And yeah. it's, I mean, I, I love ice hockey. I don't understand the rules, it's too quick for me. It's what I'm, I'm trying to. I really want to like. I really want. To, I love the sport, but I just want to understand the rules better, so I can like yeah. fully. But the Amazon documentary, my God, not only does it show Toronto in all its glory, like the city and the skyline, mm. blah blah blah, <laughs> but it really goes behind the scenes yeah. a lot more. See what the coaches are. It's a lot What's more. Is it on? Oh, it's Amazon. on Amazon. It's on oh, Amazon. It's, all, it's one of their all or nothing. Yes, for oh, the oh, are they still allowed punch-ups? Can they still have yes, punch-ups in the NHL? They don't have them it's, that it's, often now. Yeah, mate, I, went, mate, I, went of, I went to a fight. Yeah. I went to a mate, fight and a game of ice hockey broke out, yeah. <laughs> mate, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, get that. I mean, that was a, look, at, look at the smiles that are on all this panel because we're not talking about Spurs. Let's let's bring it back to the. Yeah, let, let, let's get depressed again. So uh, yeah, let's get it. Well, well, said, no, I mean they can attack him. Batman's right. coming out. I think Batman's out tonight, isn't it? Batman's, Batman's yeah. released tonight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it going to be really oh. good. It's going to be really good. So I'm really yeah. looking forward to that. Uh, yeah, simply ace. If you want to play counter attack in football, you've got to press the opposition or you'll fail. Mid middles of the game, perfect example of this, not pressing enough. And then also, uh, squad should be forced to watch the Champions League final 2019 celebrations every time they lose. Oh dear. What? Yeah. But, you missed but, yeah. Iggy. You've missed Iggy, haven't you? I put him on screen earlier. Iggy's oh, in the chat. Oh, right. okay. What's up, brother? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in terms of uh, Conte, Brian, uh, do you think he deserves criticism for that, those substitutions? Uh, we'll move on to Everton after we've uh, gone around the room about Conte. But Because uh, for me, <laughs> I mean, you can argue the fact that he's proven a point to Levy, but at this moment in time, Levy can't do anything. And, and ignore the fact that Levy won't do anything. But at this moment in time, he cannot do anything generally because the window's closed. I, I, I just think the substitutions were made too late. And Dane Scarlett getting a four-minute cameo, just it, it should have been at least 20 for me. So, so, so the way I look at this, and I've been saying this, um, he is definitely in for criticism. He doesn't, just because it's all Antonio Conte and he is without doubt the best manager we've had, I don't mean medal-wise, but I mean at the peak of his pinnacle of power, 
he is the best manager we have ever had. And I include Bill Nicholson in that because Bill Nicholson grew into the great man. He wasn't appointed as like the be all and end all. Um, he's got to come with some criticism for his formation. He's got to start taking criticism. And I've said it, we do not have to play. Don't get me wrong. Antonio Conte playing 3-4-3 wins Premier Leagues, wins Serie A's, gets Italy as far as they went and playing the football they did. But all those teams have players that can play that football and have the football intelligence and the, and the, there are a certain level in their game where they will adapt to what a manager tells them to do. Um, and they, they've got the football brain and intelligence and determination and dedication to put the work in. We've seen under previous managers that, that, listen, if they're not happy, let's just chuck a wobbly and we'll get the manager out and we'll start afresh. And that's what he's left with. So Conte, I feel, should be turning out. I mean, one of the things I think he should have been doing, and if if Everton is Harry Winks and Hoiberg at the start because Benton Core doesn't make it, I'm going to be going batshit crazy. I'd rather see an Alfie Devine mm. or a Harvey White instead of Harry Winks because we've seen time after time after time after time he just can't do it. Unless it's against the Leeds where they're going to come attack, 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 which I don't think Everton will do. And I'll talk about that when we talk about Everton. Well, I, I, I disagree, but we'll talk about that when um, uh, we come to talk about the Listen, I, I don't care. Well, you're in a red shirt today. Whatever you say is done and void. So. <laughs> I have the power. I have it the power. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter when I you say the truth. I have the power to remove you. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, Chris. You sounded just... like He-Man there. You just had to go by the power of Grayskull. Um, but, 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 yeah, so... Um, um, so with the substitution, listen, the, the, the bench is so weak and it's so poor. And pretty much exactly what Coover says here. So I'll just read this. Who, who else was he going to bring on? Couldn't do anything about midfield where we had no control other than bring on youngsters. He'd have been slaughtered if they failed too. Our bench was poor. The only so. proven player was Bergwijn. The only proven yeah. player was yeah. Bergwijn. And, and Lucas was out. Say... Lucas was out. Scarlet, no professional goal. Emerson but Tommy, came you on, have lost to say... the game basically, didn't he? By staying on the... by, by staying well, on the You've got to look as well. For the, first, for the first 10, 15 minutes that Bergwijn on, he created more in 5, 10, 15 minutes. Mm. I thought so he was our best player in, in the game and it, he was only it, on it, for 70, minutes. And it, it comes to this point as well where I got, when people are saying it's all good because we've got a week off now between games, it's so much better because now these premiership elite athletes <laughs> can't manage two <laughs> games a week. Can't manage two games a week. Um, which is sad. It's, I mean, when you actually hear reporters saying, can Tottenham manage, and even Conte saying two games a week is too much, that just goes to show what is the fundamentally wrong at this football club. Uh, and he, when, when, when it was really bad against Wolves, when we were there, he made a change within 20 minutes or 26 minutes, I think Kulisevsky came on. He saw a problem, he identified it. So if he does be a huge issue, he we know he, he will do it and make a, a substitution as soon as that. I think he's just looking at that bench and going, what can I do? You can't... These players went into that game with a lack of ambition, a lack of, a lack of uh, respect, a lack of motivation, just because it was Middlesbrough away on a Tuesday night. You can't train that into someone. You can't say, listen, talk your fucking head out. You, this is just as important as playing a Man City away to try and win it. You, you can't do that. No. But Conte should have made it. 
the lack of attacking, I, I would have brought Bergwijn on a lot earlier. I would have brought Bergwijn on at half-time, to be honest. So, he, he does need to take some criticism for the formations, which just aren't working. But the substitutions, are just feel, he, he's like, what do I do? What do I do? Yeah. Well, he's got the tools. If you ain't yeah, got the tools, you can't fix the, you can't fix the problem. No, we've got a couple of comments. Scott, Scott, coming on me four minutes to go. It's just like a last throw of the dice. Wasn't it? Oh, Lord, just try this. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, a couple of comments here. Simply as Conte's made some errors, bringing on subs too late, playing counter-attack footballs against lesser teams. Capitals yeah. makes no sense. We should be dominating possession against lesser teams. Uh, I know Conte... On that, he's bang on. Bang on. Yeah, I know Conte has poor players, but he's not immune from criticism. Uh, Jay Ashraf, uh, how you doing, buddy? Uh, regardless of how crap Winks and Hoiberg are, they should be good enough to beat a championship-level team. We'll come mm. on to that in a second, because I want to make a point on that. Coover, uh, uh, same cycle as always. Blame player, blame manager, chairman, and gets away with it like a cartoon villain. Talks uh, a lot of sense, that, Coover. <laughs> and Aaron Doyle, I uh, don't think Conte is the man for us. Big up, Aaron. He, he would be he would be if he was back, but he won't be bringing Christophe Gaultier from Nice. He took Lille for relegation to beat Poch's all-star team to the title. Can but I say again, one thing, Chris? Very, again, very quickly. Just very quickly. Just a quick message to Aaron. Sorry I haven't been responding to your voice notes, brother. It's just been batshit crazy the last uh, week and a bit. So I apologise. I will respond to you today or tomorrow and we'll meet up for sure when I'm back in June. Sorry, Chris. Excellent. Uh, yeah, but in his comment there with Christophe Gaultier, you'll just have the same problem that Poch had after maybe five years. Need a rebuild, don't get one. Um, but yeah, Mark, in terms of Jay Asraf's comment here, Winks and Hoiberg should be good enough to beat a championship level team. It goes to what Brian was saying, the attitude. And then uh, slightly disagreeing with Coover in terms of the youngsters. They're going to be hungry to impress your Whites, your Divines, your uh, uh, Scarlets, because they want to get into that team. So it's a perfect, not a perfect game, but like it was a perfect opportunity, I think, to give certainly White, who can pass the ball and, and do what I want and have a play. And, take a free and, kick. and Scarlet. And and what you'd have with Scarlet then is you've got free reign then for Kane to drop deep, whether he wants to or not. What if Conte, Conte just doesn't there. believe in them? Conte looks in training yeah, and says these but, players are not good enough. If they're not no. uh, a 50% winks is better than a white. What if he figured? I mean, he knows how to judge players, Conte. Let's face yeah, it, but, he knows. But 100% winks hasn't been working, Mark. So would you have played the youngsters there? Or would you have just. We, we had this discussion the other night, didn't we, Tommy? And he's already said he's not going to give gifts to players. A lot of what Tommy just said there, if he isn't performing, I, I, we don't know. I'm not saying that he isn't performing in training, but if he isn't seeing what he wants to see from White or Scarlet or anyone else, he, he ain't going to play them. Regard, I was happy to see the lineup. I'll be honest with you. I was happy to see us go strong. I was happy to see us go strong. So it would be wrong of me to now to say I would have liked to have seen Divine, White, Scarlet play because I thought it was refreshing that Galini didn't start like we've seen other managers do in cups and we're going, you've just fucking thrown the game, you know? So, Mark, Mark, just your opinion on that because it was a strong lineup. But if you look at it, it was a strong lineup for Leeds to counteract what Leeds were playing. Hmm. Middlesbrough obviously play a different brand of football. Yes, it was a strong lineup because it was the same Premier League lineup. But do you reckon it was the strongest lineup to play Borough? See, see, for me, when we're going about formations and stuff like that, I, I quite like that. I understand what you're saying about if it's not working, we need to change the formation. But I like the fact that he's got a formation and he tries to coach the players around it. He tells them exactly where he wants them to be. I, I like that. I don't mind him persisting with that because he needs to see the, what players can do it and what players don't. So next season, the ones that he wants to keep know exactly what their job is for next season. 
when Conte come in, I pretty much wrote off this season. I didn't think before he come in, I didn't think we'd be anywhere near even Europa League spots. So Champions League was a bloody a million miles away. To be anywhere near it, I think for me is a massive achievement. So I don't mind him keep going with this formation. That's that's he's won titles with it. He needs to know who can do it, who can't, and then it's about whether he gets back or not, isn't it? And I know we've all got our own opinions on that. So yeah. that, that's yeah. the way I see things personally. He certainly has no choice but to play three four three at the moment. He can't go three five two, can he? We've only no, got two centre midfielders. Have it. Doesn't have it. We've no, only got two centre midfielders. So we almost certainly have to go to that. We saw we saw four at the back briefly. The twenty maybe, minutes maybe, that certainly didn't work. So three four three has to has to be the way. Yeah, maybe maybe we've got Skip and Bentaker back. He can try. It's a different situation. Yeah, he, yeah, and I think that he will. But we're just not in a position at the minute where he can he can do that formation. So hopefully he will because we have looked better. Uh, we played. I'm sure we played against Liverpool, didn't we? We played really well. I know we only drew, but we created so many chances in that game. Um, but again, so I think that's because they attack us. I think we've got a real true. problem with teams sitting back because yeah, I we don't have. think we're quick enough. And, yeah, and, we have. You know, we've got Winks and Hoiberg in the middle. Let me get a few comments, Kuva. Winks is not good enough to beat a championship level team. Simply ace. He's a league one player at top, so would not be good enough to get into the middles of a team. What does he do well? Uh, Mark Cousins, uh, surely any of the youngsters are better than Winks. I reckon I am, and I'm 51. Uh, it's all Iggy. good and well. It's all good and well making Winks the scapegoat. Yeah, he's not there issue. are a lot yeah, of players. There are a lot of players that are not good enough. Every yeah, well, he's been a scapegoat, there's a scapegoat for, a for every now. game. When things are going well, Chris. nobody was talking about Winks. Nobody's talking remember, about Winks when Chris. things are going well. Yeah, the Everton game, the game. Four wall. Yeah, the Everton you, game, four wall, and it was Hoiberg who started in Winks. Winks was there. Winks was there for the Leicester victory. Winks was there for the Leicester victory. Winks was there for the Brighton victory. So there it's you not go. good using one player as a scapegoat. But no, th th this is the thing. What you got to remember with Harry Winks, and this is what I say about Harry Winks. Harry Winks, when you're playing a team like a Leeds, like a Leicester, like a Liverpool, where he had a good game, like a, when these uh, – and Brighton, when these teams come to play football, Harry Winks can play in these games. And Harry Winks can do a good job in these games. Which is – listen – Everyone, the main aim of football and everything you do in life is play to your strengths. Harry Winks's strength is playing those type of games. When it comes to games like a Borough, like a Burnley, like a Wolves, they're like his kryptonite. If you saw there's that one moment, I'm just very brief about this one moment, and it perfectly summed up. I think it was in the first half of extra time or the very end of the second half where he passed the ball to a Middlesbrough player who passed it back out and the guy went charging down the wing and Harry Winks tried to nudge him, and he completely missed him. <laughs> that just sums up what Harry Winks does in these games. And that's no fault of Harry Winks. It's, he's, he's good in certain games, and he should play in these games where he can have an influence. But in these games where we've seen every single time he comes up short, the simple thing is to say, this isn't your style of game. It's like when we had Rafa van der Vaart, the great, great, great Rafa van der Vaart, who I idolise. He should never, ever have played against Stoke. Ever. Because whenever he played against Stoke, he's one of these guys that were trying these little flicks, tricks, and trying to be clever. And you can't do that at Stoke. You can't do that because they'll just go bang. They'll just have you on toast all day long. So it's game management. And, uh, and I reckon if there was a player, if there was a skip available, 
if there was a Benton core available, maybe Winks would have been dropped out for these games because it's not his style of game. And you because the squad is so bare, he has to. And that's not that's not me throwing a bomber at the owner or anything. That is fundamentally with the injuries we've got and the players that he's got available to him for these games. They have no choice. He, he's got exactly we're we're, we're exactly. all saying we want to we're all saying we want to see a three five two. We have two fit midfielders. You can't we didn't play. lose this game. Yeah, we didn't lose this game because of Winks. We lost we this did. game because no, 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 team was... dis we disrespected Middlesbrough for a club that are they're, they're, play, they're Premier League form. They're getting to the Premier Probably, League. They're second, that part, second that part in the I'm table disputing. form in, in, in the Championship. We disrespected mm -hmm. them. That part I'm not disputing, but what happens when Winks has a good game against the Leeds mm -hmm. and stands out like that ball to Sessignon was fantastic for the first goal. 100% agree, Brian. 100% it, it, agree. It's not even spoken about. They speak about Sessignon's great ball into the Doherty, but there's nothing about the way to pass, the vision and everything really that Harry Winks did to set that ball. It was fantastic, but that's what he could do when he's allowed to play his game. But when he's Absolutely. not allowed to play his game, and it's a Middlesbrough, the reason he gets it is, A, yes, he has been scapegoated for a very, very, very long time. But when he does something like what I just said, losing the ball, trying to make that foul and it didn't come off, it stands out like a sore thumb. It stands Absolutely. out. Because you've got the people that attack him and you've got the people... That's the thing. He fundamentally... And it, this, is not a, this is not me disrespecting Harry Winks. This is not me saying, I don't want to see Harry Winks in a Spurs shirt again. I'd rather not because I think there's better out there. But that's not because I don't like Harry Winks. He cannot play in these games because it's like playing with 10 men. But I think you can still you can still play him and win the game. You can still play him and win the game. For me, you, it's not fundamentally down to playing Winks. We, we, we talk about, uh, oh, we need... We, we have scapegoats in the past and we've got rid of them all. Aurier, Sissoko, Ndombele, Delhi, Gio. These were the scapegoats. They've gone. We've still got a team there and it's still not good enough it's quality all over the pitch it's not just wings it's You're quality all over the pitch Emerson came on and him staying him keeping the Middlesbrough boys on side as badly as he did won Middlesbrough the game we could have took it into penalties we could have took it into later on but it's not just it's not just Winks and Winks has been there for, for games we've won as well you know he, I don't like him I want him gone in the summer but if we keep turning it just to, to one player we keep doing it and we get rid of the players, but the results are still the same. So fundamentally, there's a lack of quality all over the pitch. Yeah, and uh, let's read a couple of comments here before we move on to Everton. So Jay Asraf, uh, why did Conte not learn his lessons from the Burnley game and prepping for the Boa game? Like Brian said, just doesn't have the options. And and, and like Tommy said, doesn't trust uh, the, the youngsters uh, uh, to come in. Uh uh, Iggy, elite managers have their style of play that's brought them success. He needs the players this summer so we can finally call it his team. Capitals, this is not Conte's team or players. Whether that changes in the summer, we'll, ha we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Simply Ace said, Harry Winks can only play his game when he's put under zero pressure and there's lots of space in behind the defences. That goes into what Brian's saying. And then Coover, to be fair, Tommy, I'd say the entire squad only has four players worth keeping, plus possibly two more with Benta and uh, uh, Kulu and Skip with the potential to be great. Winks is just the most regular poor performer. I'm not sure about that. I think there's quite a few regular poor performers. It's just Doherty and Emerson don't play every game, whereas Winks has had a run of games. Uh, and Iggy, how many of those players that played the other night would you give more than four uh, or out of five out of ten? Uh, let's move on to Everton, though, Alan. Uh, 
Everton, I, I, uh, I disagree with Brian here in the sense that, that they won't attack us because I think they need You're the a red shirt. <laughs> 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 they, 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 they need the point. So I think they will attack us and Lampard is an attacking manager. They won't be as open as Leeds, but I could uh, go around my house and state, get 11 players, pick a team and still wouldn't be as open as Leeds. So I, I think they will attack us and I think that works uh, for us because they won't sit back. But Alan, uh, what do you think? Uh, what do you expect for the uh, Everton game? I'm not sure if Alan's still there. I've got to go, Chris. I was just about to chuck you a message. Yeah, go on, Brian. You can argue with Mr. Vedshirt. So I'm like, yeah. Red rag, red rag. Boys, I've got to go. Boys, can I just say, I've got to go. I've got a dentist appointment. I've got to can't be late. can't be late. 2.30. 2.30. Very good. Very good. Uh, just before well, we go, Tommy, Tommy talks ball. Give it a about a quarter past two. About a quarter past two. Oh, almost, almost two thirty. <laughs> <laughs> right, I did tell you beforehand. I did mention to Chris beforehand. It isn't like yeah, off the. Uh, I wasn't expecting six people on here. It's been absolutely can brilliant I... having six people on here. But yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> can I just give a prediction? Obviously, before I go, yes, can I just give yes. a prediction? I'm going. I'm going four one. I'm going to go with the great Bob Spur. We're at home. It's the first game I'm going to for a while. Four one. Four one to the Spurs. Yeah. Come on. Come and on just the before you go, Tommy, uh, uh, Tommy talks ball. Where can people find that? Your channel? Yeah, man. Yeah, as you can see there on a the little uh, on a little uh, the little piece there, Tommy talks ball. Which is my Twitter handle as well. So you go to the Twitter handle, see my YouTube channel. You can subscribe from uh, from there. Not before you subscribe to this brilliant channel. Eight eight away from two hundred. It's a milestone. It's a big milestone. So make sure if you're watching and haven't subscribed to Chris, make sure you subscribe. Can I just say later on half seven? I'm doing my first. It's going to sound crazy. Transfer stream. I'm going to call it. I'm calling it blockbuster transfers. You're preparing quicker than us. You're there you go. There you go. You've got to be proactive, man. You've got to be proactive. I've also got manager shortlist. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Right. Uh, cheers, boys. In a bit. Just before you go, Tommy. Tommy, just before you go, Tommy, you're still a wanker for the other night on the quiz, mate. Oh, As long as that wasn't dogs. No, by the way, by the way, before I forget, and sorry to go on a tangent, remember the last quiz with Trump? Yeah, yeah. Oh, about being a fart. Yeah, yeah where I, I, fart, I got yeah. the point with, with Trump, meaning fart. Yeah. There's a uh, American girl who lives over here that puts these YouTube videos about what Americans and one of the things is what words mean different things in England to different things in America. And she mentioned Trump. She says, "Oh, Trump. We think it's of our ex-president, but it actually means fart." Sort of thing. <laughs> Don't tell him that. I'd be looking for that for it's quiz it. bloody questions. host of all time, Tommy. It's education. It's education. It's education as well. Nobody knew the Twitter bird was called Larry. Everyone does now. All right. On that note, I'm off. Now, now my Tommy. life. Tommy. Okay. So yeah, going go back to, I want to argue with what with, with Mr. Redshirt over there, Mr. Put a few comments up. Zenith Mr. Man will be in the lane. <laughs> Delhi Ali will come to him in a minute. Oh yeah, he'll be brilliant. He'll be brilliant. My you can see it already. Delhi or Townsend to score the winner. Yeah, without a doubt. saying totally agreed. There's loads of poor performers. Winks just on show. Uh, and Chris Agenbar, probably the only prediction that's possibly going to be right. I predict Tommy to get a filling. Uh, yeah, First big up to Chris. First of all, big up, Chris Agabar. I'm going to get back to you. I, I promised you I needed to give you a response to deserve the respect of the message, so you're going to get that. Um, but, yeah, the reason I say Everton are going to be like a Borough, like a Wolves, like a Burnley, is teams that are in a relegation dogfight, and let's face it, right now, Everton are in a relegation dogfight. The way they look at it, when they come to the teams that are higher up the league or in the higher part of the top half, whatever, they're happy to get a point. 
they're happy to get a point. What their focus is, is obviously mainly to get three points against the teams around them. They will take the points around the, especially away from home, against the teams above, like severely above them and not a, a direct threat. And they'll conserve everything for, for three points against a Burnley, against a, a Watford, against a Newcastle, against a Brentford. Um, and I believe they've got a few of them coming up, which are which are huge, huge, huge to them. So I reckon as much as ha Frank Lampard is a very attacking manager, he's a very clever, he is a very clever man when it comes to his football intelligence as he showed as a player. And I think he's setting them up. He's going to set them up for the first half. Just go, just go frustrate them. Just go frustrate them because the way things are going, especially after Borough, the place could get very. Uh, yeah. Don't use the word toxic, but very, the, the anxiety within the uh, within the stadium on Monday could really, really start to play in Everton's hand. And then if they get a goal, he will be like, just sit back and just let Tottenham do what they what they've got to do. And we'll, we'll struggle. So that's the only reason. Next season, if Everton is still in the Premier League and we start the season, he'll come out all guns blazing. But right now, for the predicament Everton are in, is the only reason I say that they're going to go very, very uh, Middlesbrough and Wolves kind of style and Burnley. Yeah. But I think if they score first, I think you're absolutely right. They sit back. Whether they've got the players to be able to do that as good as Middlesbrough, Burnley... Not sure on that, but uh, my girlfriend's dad's a Chelsea fan, and he said when he was manager of Chelsea against teams like Man United, when it was close, he went attacking and they got killed off. I mean, it's very, very easy to suggest now, and, and very possibly the case. He's learned that lesson, so he will do what Brian says. I just think they'll attack. They've got too many attacking players. You're but, uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we'll go to Alan. Uh, Alan, uh, what, what do you th what do you expect for the um, Everton game coming up? And uh, yeah, Everton. Well, Coover uh, said Everton are struggling to get wins. Sounds like a case for dot Dr. dot dot. Spurs. Uh, imagining <laughs> Doctor Spurs is uh, incoming in the comments. But yeah, Alan, uh, what do you expect for the uh, game? The only thing I can hope for is Everton have been struggling away and doing better at home of recent, and it's a case of it's hoping that they're going to come and struggle because I. As I say, they are going to sit back. They're either going to sit back or they're going to do one of the biggest things we struggle with even more than anything, and that is have a low block but press high. And if they press us high, they'll win the ball. They'll score a goal. They, they will do. They, they, we just haven't got the strength to hold teams off. Um, you know, we, we're all going on a while back saying we can't believe we're saying we missed Dyer. You know, he he, is, he has helped that defence to start conceding a little bit less. But unfortunately, we, we haven't got the we haven't got the we haven't got it up front. I mean, it's embarrassing to to think as as Brian was saying earlier before I had to slip away quickly. These players struggling to play two games a week. Did any of you boys watch the show last night? Mm -hmm. Did anyone watch it? Stevie Perriman, Stevie Perriman, 66 games in a season. 66. Mm. 66 games. You know, that's... And there weren't the substitutions all the time when they were playing. Oh, either. no. And mm. they had one mm. sub in them days, Mark. Mm -hmm. One sub allowed. You know, one substitution. Yeah. 
66 games. And they were kicked a lot more as well. Yeah, Jimmy Green's famously. Oh, and they didn't play on a carpet. No. (laughs) Compared to today, because compared to today, today's game is playing on a carpet. Yeah, you'll have yeah, to Alan, Alan, you're forgetting back in those days, mate, they had the bucket and the magic sponge. You missed out the, and the slice of orange at half time. And the slice of orange at half time. That one. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Iggy says here, uh, we will attack them from the off line, trying to score first 15, 20 minutes. If we score in that time, then I can see us going on to win it. If not, gonna be a long night. Uh and Carla's uh, uh, winks is so bad, I'd rather put Dyer back in midfield until the players are fit again. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure about that. But in terms of uh, Iggy's comment, Mark, do, are we attacking from the off or are we struggling from the off or Everton attacking from the off or are they sitting back from the off? Where, where do you think the, the game will... Um, I'll, be t- I'll be totally honest. I don't watch enough of Everton under Lampard to say, to be honest with you, what they would do. I don't really know how they're playing under Lampard, if I'm being completely honest. I know they're struggling. Um, I don't see us doing anything different than what we normally do, really, to be honest with you. We'll play exactly the same way, which isn't totally sitting back. We'll, we'll look for opportunities, won't we? That's how he plays. He'll look for opportunities. It's not necessarily counter-attacking, but he'll just look for, to, to, when there's an opportunity there, that's when we attack. And that's that's what we'll do, to be honest yeah. with you. It's not going to be, we're going to go all out attack and he's going to change his system. He's not going to do that. So... We've just got to get used to the way that he what the way that he plays, really. And so do the players. And I don't yeah. have an issue with that. No. And uh, yeah, simply ace and Aaron Doyle kind of agree. I think uh, Everton are gonna attack us as so simply ace and dominate possession. We'll hit them on a counter-attack. Tottenham one, Everton two, Delhi to score twice from individual errors. I think if they attack us, we win the game. Uh, and Aaron, Everton let, let, me, let me let me see this, right? Over. Let me say let me just say this. Delhi Ali is not gonna score against us, right? If <laughs> Delhi Ali scores against us. I will give everyone that here, so Brad, Brian, Alan, Chris, I'll donate £10 to a charity of your choice. If Deli Ali scores, come back to me and I'll donate. Not that I don't, I just don't believe it. I don't no, mind giving £10 to charity. So if he does, I'll give £10 to charity of your, all your choices. Is, is there a charity of not wearing a red shirt on a Spurs channel? And <laughs> 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 Mark, that'll be the Tottenham on Tour Foundation. Okay, mate. <laughs> Ask me the details and I'll send it your way, mate. Just because of a wardrobe error, I'm being insulted on my own. It's not a wardrobe error, it's a wardrobe malfunction. What the hell? <laughs> what the hell? The fact that I have a red t-shirt. Well, I, I seem to remember not to throw you under the bus, Mark, when you were on Tommy's show, you wore a red, red uh, top as well. I don't remember you was, getting any flat. That was for cancer, uh, children with cancer. I was running for, I was running a marathon, if you remember. You couldn't let me have it. You couldn't let me have it. <laughs> also, <laughs> I, actually red, I actually wore a red t-shirt the other day, but that was an England shirt. I just come back from uh, seven aside football. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there are, there are reasons you can just about get away with wearing a red shirt. No, not, I don't know what yours is. Not for me. Not for me. I don't have not one with a bit of clothing. I won't. I won't, I, won't use, I won't use a red pen. My dad had a red courtesy card delivered to him when his car needed MOT. He said, "Well, you can send that back." Um, so yeah, the the, the red the red allegiance yeah. or non red allegiance in this family is is deep. Okay, well, I know well, the feeling, Bri. I'm the same. Yeah. Uh, you, must have, you must have a problem traveling on buses in London, then, Brian. <laughs> he never posts any letters. He never posts letters. <laughs> I guess yeah. someone do that for me. Yeah, a, a lot of comments. There's a, there's a, there's a, I have to say, there's a difference for me wearing something red 
and then getting in something red. I can't. My wife wears red. I don't say you can't wear that. It's oh, oh. my problem. Yeah, a couple of couple of comments. I'm going to put on. I'm not. I'm not too keen on them because they're tempting fate. Delhi couldn't score in a brothel. Uh, Delhi will come back for only one game because it's Doctor Tottenham. Uh, Iggy, uh, Mark two, Chris nil. <laughs> and a lot of laughing about that. Coover uh, saying the magic sponge treatment is the most effective medical treatment known to man. I even finished the game with a broken, dislocated shoulder rather than face it a second time. But uh, Brad, uh, just before we come on to a couple of more comments and kind of wrap it up, uh, you have a question here from the worst person on Tottenham uh, YouTube. Me. Uh, how do you see the game going? On Monday, oh Jesus! Yeah. You know what? I, I, <laughs> that well, that well. I, I, everyone knows. Well, most people that know me on these these streams, I'm I'm a fairly pessimistic Tottenham supporter uh, through fifty odd years of supporting them. <laughs> and, you know the the, the 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 you know the band word, the Spursy thing. But this season, I've really tried after bad to no. Let's be really positive. No, we're going to win. We're going to win. And I've got to a stage now where I, I I can't I can't be positive anymore. I'm really this season. I'm just really. Yeah, I, I I just can't be positive anymore. My and and this is this is the thing. I was watching a little bit of We Are Tottenham TV be, before coming on the stream, and they were talk, talking about what Everton you know could do to Tottenham, and oh, we might do this, and this might be bad, that might be bad. And then I think Ben said, oh well, I can't believe that we're talking negatively about a game, playing a team that are struggling against relegation, and we're playing at home, and yet we're all negative about it. And I I, I know what you're saying, but unfortunately, I I'm feeling the same way. I, I'm thinking the same way. I won't go as far as say we'll lose on Monday, but I, 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 I think it, I think it's going to be a tough game. I think it's going to be about one all. I think they we've all seen it before. Everton will score. We'll be insipid for eighty minutes or eighty-five minutes. Then we'll score the equaliser, and then be absolutely brilliant for the last five minutes and Friday and forward. Then we we'll get up, you know, and then you know go out with the one-all draw. Yeah, but yeah, I, I really, I really, um, I've you know. Yeah, it's, it's 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 getting too much for me now this season. It really is. I can't see us getting anywhere not near top four. Yeah. yeah, we can. Of course, we can. Mathematically, we can. The teams that are around us aren't doing any much better. But I can't see us being consistent. And and you know, as everyone keeps saying, winning the big games. You can see us. You can see us being three point or two points clear in fourth position, playing. I think it's Burnley at home and Norwich away in our last two games, and then somehow screwing it up. You know, I've seen it so many times before. The only time I haven't seen it was probably the 2016-17 season under Pochettino, the last yeah. one at White Hart Lane. That's the only time in, in ever watching Spurs uh, that we've ever been consistent. And it, it's, yeah, I, I'm not really, I apologise to anyone for saying that and, and coming across as being really negative, but that's 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 how I feel. I'm sorry, but that's how I feel. Yeah, yeah. And last question before we, every, yeah, last question before we get into the uh, predictions. Uh, I do have to go in about 10 minutes and uh, try not to laugh at this. Uh, hmm. But it is a genuine question. Uh, what will the reaction to Delhi be when he comes on or starts? Uh, my dad asked me this. I think he'll be booed. Uh, but Brad, uh, do you think he'll get a good no, reception for booed. what he did no. in the sixteen seventeen, or do you think he'll get? No, I, I don't think he'll be booed. I don't think he'll be booed. I think he'll get a good reception. Uh, I, look, Tottenham are sort of crowd, brilliant crowd. We got the greatest fans ever. But we're the sort of crowd that will actually sing the Deli Alley song as he's warming up, you know. So you know, <laughs> you know. But no, I think I think we'll get a, a good reception. Uh, and then once the once the game kicks off, uh, then then hopefully it, it, it's just another opposition player. Yeah. Brian, you're you're nodding there. You agree? No. Oh, <laughs> no. I agree that we've got the greatest fans. I agree we've got the greatest fans. Uh, it's hard for me to really comment on this. I'm going to, but. 
I my I was so happy when he left. People would have known me for the last six months going, yeah. I cannot wait for this guy to go. We, we signed a footballer who liked gaming and we sold a, an expert gamer who occasionally decides to play football. Um, listen, the first two seasons he was there, he was phenomenal. He was outstanding. Um, I put his decline down to the fact that we pushed him back into midfield because we wouldn't buy a player to play in midfield. Um, so that, that was a start of it. And then his attitude. Um, his attitude over the last six months was disgusting. Um then, since he's gone to Everton, I don't know if people have seen the, the social media thing he released where he's 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 put it on social media where he's going. Uh, there's a oh, there's a there's a part where there's someone dubbing it. And he goes, "I escaped from the police," and he's put, "I escaped Tottenham," um, which obviously wouldn't have gone. That, I'll show it right now. Let me get it on my thing. Um, I'm not saying that. I'll show you right now. Um, it's him being stupid with his Everton teammates. Um, where is it? I'm going to one second. But whilst I'm finding it, give me a second, Ryan. Mark, quickly, while Brian's finding it. I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. I thought I'd cut off. Come back. One second. You give me me like literally 20. I'll carry it. Here it is. So, where is it? Okay, right. Tell me if you can. Right, you can see that, yeah? But basically, he's he's saying I I escaped. So, you'll see. When it goes back to the first bit now, you see where it says I escaped from Spurs? Yeah. Up, so he's done, so that's gonna mm. and you know what I, I didn't say that Brad it, 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 it is I'll send it to you Brad so uh in his last few months I refused to clap him I refused to sing his name but I also refused to boo him mm. so I wouldn't boo him but when he comes out or hear his name I, I wouldn't have been going yay Delhi Delhi so I think there are a lot of fans like myself, they're just a, what have you done with your career? You've thrown it all away. But then there are going to be a lot of people that appreciate what he did at the very, very beginning. So it's hard for me to gauge. I, like I said, I wouldn't boo him, but I wouldn't be clapping or singing his name. No. Yeah, I, still think, I still think I agree that we that, that, that we had to sell him and, and that he, he's been rubbish for two or three seasons. But I still think I still think he'll get a decent reception. I'm, I'm not sure it's going to be, you know, Everyone going mad, but I, I think you'll get a, a good. Well, like Aaron Lennon coming back or something like that. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I'll be quick, Chris. I'll be quick, Chris. I, I know you're in a rush, so yeah, I think you'll. <laughs> I, I, I know. I, I agree with Brad. I think he'll be applauded, and I think his song will probably be sung as well. That's what I think. Mm. Yeah. Alan, uh, what were your yeah. thoughts? I think it's a case of depends on how many people from Twitter are there. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, if Twitter turn up, if Twitter turn up, then so like he's going to get slaughtered. If I understand what you're saying, Bry, but if the, the, I mean, when he played his like, even when he played his last game, as he was walking around the pitch off off against Wickham, uh, sing, still singing, we got Delhi, we got mm, Delhi, you know. So um, I can't see him getting too bad reaction. Um, yeah, you know, there there will be. I don't people think like he get bad Bry. reaction. No, I just don't no. think it's going to be. Oh my God! Look at the oh, Messiah, yeah, or, yeah, or like yeah, a, yeah. a Nedley King, or a Dawson, yeah. or Tom Huddleston, or yeah. or well, people that have. If, uh, if too many people have seen what you've seen, then it could change. You know what no. I mean? It could change if too many people see that. Mm. It could change. I only saw his tweet. I only saw his tweet yeah. when he left. Which Sky Sports, being typical Sky Sports, left out the bit about about <laughs> thanking the fans. Yeah. yeah, which he did do in his tweet. Yeah, well, Aaron Doyle has said here, uh, you know, 
Gardendelli had the potential to be a world beater, more interested in fame and boohoo deals and mm. computer games and whatever. And Dan, THSC, how are you doing, Dan? Uh, we can't take that to heart, though. Talk, I'm sure he's talking about the video and, and what Brian just showed, just him being dumb on social media. But uh, yeah, lastly, Brad, uh, predictions. Uh, I don't give a score. I can't. It's too much tempting fate. Uh, I don't do anymore. With, with a blue shirt, white shirt or red shirt, I stick to that. So what I will say is I think Everton will attack us because they need the points and that's how Lampard plays and I think we'll 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 win. Uh, but yeah, yourself? Uh, well, as I, as I said, uh, I'm, I'm going for one all with us scoring an equaliser with five, ten minutes to go and then suddenly going all out to try and get the winner, which we should have done from, from, from kick-off. And by the way, I've got a blue shirt and a blue sofa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, Brian predictions from a blue shirt wearing guy. Um, <laughs> well said, Brad. Um, if I was downstairs, like Brad, I'd have a blue sofa as well. Um, <laughs> so, uh, listen, I, I, I was asked on Tottenham, uh, we are Tottenham TV just before. My heart is saying 2 1, my head is saying 1 all. But as all Spurs fans have to do, I'm going with my heart. My heart, my heart's going to overall my head. Um, so we'll go two one, but a very very hard fall. Excellent. And uh, Mark, I'm wearing a fluorescent green jumper. <laughs> uh, believe it or not, it actually is a Tottenham jumper. It's got. A yeah, Tottenham I thought when you went out to get it, it said M17 on the yeah. back. Yeah, and I have got a blue sofa behind me as well, but I won't bother hey. showing. Um, I, I'm going. Uh, I'm going two nil Tottenham. But my last predictions against Wolves, Southampton, Leeds, Middlesbrough, and Burnley have all been incorrect. So I'm sorry in advance. <laughs> Just a quick question. Has anyone on here actually got a score prediction right? Not the result, the actual score. Unfortunately, yes. No. I, I said Burnley, yeah. I said Burnley were gonna beat us one 0 on Spurs Eurasia. So, so don't don't just I'm ask not doing Alan, any. Yeah, I'm not doing just don't know if we're gonna win or lose. I've got a lot of scores are right, <laughs> apart from well, I've got a lot of scores correct. Well, they're correct apart from the other wrong way round. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Alan, I'll cut you off quickly. I'm a disgrace for a red shirt, so uh, your yeah. prediction. <laughs> yeah, I'm not making one. I just said I'm not making one because oh, last right. time I made one was Spurs Eurasian, and I got it right. <laughs> okay. Audio, audio artisan can uh, do the prediction for you, and he's gone four three Spurs. Gonna be a banger. I'm not sure I can cope with that, but uh, yeah, it's been excellent, excellent talking to you guys, Tommy as well. Uh, but Brad, thanks so much for coming on. Thank you, Chris. No problem. Uh, welcome anytime. And Brian, thanks so much for coming on. And uh, uh, your channel, Tottenham Tour, everyone should know about that now. It's got about 3,000 uh, more subscribers in about a month. But uh, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, where can people find it? Yeah, they, they can find me and Brian Ireland and uh, and Adam Clark and obviously do, 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 Danny Kiriak yeah. at, at, uh, at Tottenham on Tour. Um, we're just over 4,000 subscribers now. Uh, the next one we will be doing will be me and Brian Ireland together at a pub that Brad will be getting taken to in May, the Scotland Yard, where we're going to do like a, a load of stuff at the pub, interview people before the game at halftime, yada, yada, yada. But the most important thing I'm doing when people ask me what channel, I, I'd love you to come and subscribe to me if you don't already subscribe to my channel, our channel, shall I say. Most importantly, once this stream finishes, type in the YouTube search Bob Spur TV. Mm. And subscribe to that great man, my brother, my best friend, who is on such a big road to recovery. Um, and he will be back soon. He yeah. will be back soon. And uh, the crown jewel of the Tottenham crown is coming up. It is coming back. And that's where everyone should be going because uh, the superstar will be back. 
And when he's back, believe me, you'll thank me for subscribing if you haven't already. So subscribe to Bob Spur TV before you subscribe to Tottenham on Tour. Absolutely. And uh, Alan, Shelfside Spurs, and a big show for you yesterday, Steve Perryman on. Yeah. Uh, where can people find your channel? Well, Shelfside Spurs. Uh, <laughs> 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 on, on YouTube, just like yourselves. Uh, yeah, we was really pleased last night. I think we had a pretty good audience. It looked like it. Um, a little bit. thought we might have hit, hit a bit more. We've got 11 next subs last night, but that's 11 more than we had before. So, um, but yeah, really enjoyed it. That man is a legend and uh, I'm still recovering from it now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Mark, no YouTube channel, but you do have a podcast. I know you don't like uh, uh, promoting it. Which, but it's not like I don't like doing it. It's just we never really record anything. So it's just fucking oh. pointless. <laughs> but um, yeah, we do a motion pod. Mac runs that, so go follow that. There's a link there and everything else. But to subscribe to everyone else. And uh, Brian, Bob must be on the men because I see him uh, tweeting about Neighbours earlier. So he's definitely... Uh, <laughs> no, he's definitely he, no, he's tweet, he tweeting about uh, how his dad... Uh, I think it was how his dad used to love it. But yeah, I don't know if people saw my tweet. I'll, I'll just quickly show you. It'll be a nice way to end. I was with him yesterday to say goodbye to him. Uh, obviously, I'm going back to Toronto on Sunday. Um, the time has come. So... Uh, I was with him, and uh, that picture was taken. Oh, nice. So, uh, oh, nice one. So it's good to be there. But, mate, he's in the physio ward, and they said no visitors. I was like, well, fuck that. Now, I'm, I'm not, <laughs> not seeing him before I go back. So I gave him oh, a I'm going back to Canada, and I've come, I've flown over, and there's no one. Okay, you can come in, but only half an hour, because there's no visitors in this ward. Get to the ward. Every motherfucker has got a visitor. Every single... Uh, there must be a lot of people coming back to Canada with me. Um, but yeah, it says no visitors on the... It says no visitors on the actual ward door, but everyone's allowed a visitor. So, uh, but yeah, it was great to see him and he is... He looks better, um, mate. He looks visibly better from the photos that I've oh, seen before. He looks... All, all I will say with him, and I won't go into to his mental aspect, his personality, his everything like that, is firing back on A1 like nothing happened. Um, he's still got a lot of uh, physio and rehab to do. He can stand, but he hasn't walked for three months. Uh, walking is a huge issue, so he, he's, he's learning that again. But the main thing is that will all come back. That's muscle memory and just physio. But the main aspect was obviously, was it going to be long-term damage to mental or personal? All that is firing like it's never gone away. Good. Excellent. It's great to see him uh, on Spurs uh, 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 comment sections on YouTube and on Twitter as well. And yeah, mm. he'll be back soon. But yeah, thanks to everybody who was on. Tommy as well, who had to leave a little bit earlier. Everyone's Twitter handles and YouTube links or, or, or podcast links are in the description. So please hit like, please hit subscribe on here. Get me up to 200 subscribers uh, and then go on to everyone else's. Hit the likes, hit the subscribes, follow them on Twitter and uh all of that and yeah like um uh, bob, uh like bob says like brian says go and do the same for bob as well on uh bob spur tv uh not here on monday i'm going to the game on monday so uh, i never get internet at the ground so there's no point in me doing anything so i'll be back next friday uh hopefully it'll be a positive one uh, after a win against everton and then can look forward to another win against who we're playing on, on the following weekend man united uh, Oh, <laughs> well, they're, they're attacker, so they'll attack us, so that that might be uh, okay. But uh, it'll be at Old Trafford. But we'll, we'll see how that goes. But yeah, going to put the outro on in a second. The intro didn't work too well, so hopefully this works a bit better. 
Uh, but yeah, until next time, which will be next Friday, come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. Come on. Thank you so much for watching, for everybody who participated in the live chat and added comments. Before you go, please make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. Anybody who couldn't watch the live video, you can still catch us on YouTube. Add any comments, suggestions or questions to the comments section on the video. Anybody who's listened to the audio-only podcast, thank you so much for listening. Anybody who wants the audio-only podcast, you can get this wherever you get your podcast from. Alternatively, if you go to Twitter, at LTalkTottenham, you'll find all the information there. We'll be back soon. We're live Mondays, 8pm, Fridays, half 12, UK time. Until then, come on, you Spurs! <laughs>